I'll get to the mountaintop with you, but I want you to know that I have a dream. Oh, I have a dream. Mm. Oh. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be explored. Explored. Mm. Every hill and every mountain shall be fondled. I have a dream that all the rough places will be laid smooth and all the crooked places laid straight. Lay it straight. Mm. And then I can look down upon that beautiful, voluptuous woman and I can say, What you can say? I'll wax that ass. I'll wax that ass. Good Lord, have mercy, I'll wax that ass. Say it, brother. Oh, I'm gonna go bananas up in that rum shaker. Uh, Rusty, what? I watched him go through Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, this racist white boy picked up a rock. You know, like a half a boulder or some shit. And he pitched that motherfucker like he was pitching for the Orioles. Bah! And hit Martin in his head. And all Martin did was say, oh, non-violent, non-violent, don't nobody do nothing. Non-violent, non-violent, my head's bleeding right now, don't nobody do nothing. We shall overcome, I've been to the mountaintop, I'm having a dream right now, non-violent, non-violent, non-violent. And I was proud, I said, damn, that takes a strong man to get hit in the head with a half a boulder and still say non-violent, damn, Woo! But if you like me, then one time you would have loved to hear Martin say, another one of you motherfuckers hit me with a rock. I'll beat your bitch ass, you motherfucker. Fuck that Coretta, these niggas think I'm soft. Let me show you how Martin get down, motherfucker. Let's have Martin get down. <laughs> That, that you just heard You already know what this shit gonna be about Right Yeah man we gonna call this episode I apologize uh, uh, uh. T-Bird Why didn't you get at me about that shit dog <laughs> Or should 
I say birds nest LeBron. Why ain't why ain't you get at me about that shit, dog? <laughs> oh, so now you want to be humble? Now you want to cut you a slice of humble pie? What happened to? Keep that same energy with us. We too old. Let me pull up that tweet, man. Let me pull up that motherfucking tweet, dog. Because this is a classic tweet. Keep talking about my squad. Our personnel ages. The way he plays. He stays injured. We passed our time in the league, etc., etc. Do me one favor, please. And I mean, please, keep that same narrative and energy when it begins. That's all I ask. Thank you. Yeah, you was talking all that shit when you signed Russ to the team, man. Now that you're under 500. And oh yeah, we got a lot to talk about on this 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 Lakers news cuz I got a whole lot of it this week. Now you want to apologize. I apologize. Head ass nigga. Now you want to apologize. Now you sorry. You damn right you sorry. Sorry as motherfucker I know. <laughs> now Bron want to apologize. Uh, uh, uh. It's a goddamn shame. However, one person just can't take the humble pie and be mature like LeBron James was. Russell Westbrook. Oh my God. Magic Johnson had came out and had criticized the Lakers about their poor play and that Jeannie Buss, the owner, deserved a better team. But I hope you criticized them as an organization as well as a team because I definitely blame Rob Palenka 100%. I 100% blame Rob Palenka because he agreed to all this shit. Now, these ideas were brought to him by LeBron James, but Palenka could have said no, especially to Russell Westbrook. I was just blown away by Russell Westbrook's response because I think Russ still got a little beef with him from when he was criticized in Oklahoma City when they lost the finals. Magic had some comments towards him then. Russell Westbrook decided to respond to Magic Johnson's criticism. I'm going to pull up the quote. Everybody is entitled in this world to their opinion, regardless of what that is. You can either take it or run with it, or you can either take it and put it in one ear and out of the other, or you cannot respond to it. Magic is entitled to his opinion, and he's not here every day. He's not around us every day, and he's not aware of what's going on internally with us and trying to figure things out. But I have no response to that. The Lakers are currently 21 and 22 right now. Now, however, you know, the Lakers still have a game going on tonight. They're currently up 40 to 48 on the Utah Jazz right now. 
but it has been a disappointing season. And Russell Westbrook, honestly, bro, he's as good as gone after those comments. Whether they can do it through a trade or uh, a cutting, because you don't you don't come at a legend like that. You don't talk down to a five-time NBA champion and the current face of the franchise. Now, Kobe may be the greatest Laker, but Magic Johnson is the Lakers. Like, he bought that culture to the Lakers franchise, that winning culture. And he took all the lumps, the bruises, the criticisms, and he took that and won five out of nine championships, including a championship his rookie year. That's something Russ might not never know nothing about. But there were a series of games that I want to get to on uh, Martin Luther King Day. And um, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. I only watched one game. And that was the Milwaukee Bucks uh, and the Atlanta Hawks game. But we're going to go over these scores right now. Um... It was a lot of fucking games, dude. It was a lot, a lot, a lot of games today, baby boy. I'm just saying. I'm going to cut this 80 shit off. All right, there we go. Um, the Boston Celtics beat the New Orleans Pelicans 104-92. Let me look at the box score. I know I didn't watch the game, y'all. My goodness. Looks like they held down Brandon Ingram tonight to 6 of 19 from the field. 0 of 4 from 3 and only 15 points. The star of the Pelicans tonight was Jonas Valanciunas as he contributed 22 points, 14 rebounds, and 4 assists. And 9 of 17 shooting. Devontae Graham shot horrible. 4 of 14 from the field. Now Boston. Now there's been major criticism about Jason Tatum all season. But tonight, him and Jalen Brown were the best Celtics that they could beat. As Tatum dropped 27 points. Brown dropped 23 points, and Dennis Schroeder dropped 23 points in his first starting affair here. And that was big for Schroeder to come out there and ball out like that. Charlotte Hornets beat a shorthanded Charlotte Hornets team, went out there and beat a New York Knicks team. Wow. Because uh, I heard Cam Reddish didn't play. But they beat them 97 to 87 with no LaMelo ball and Miles Bridges. Definitely one of the candidates that I have for most improved player. Dropped a, seat, a career high 38 points, 5 assists, and 12 rebounds. Him playing that four position has expanded his game. And that's very huge. Terry Rozier with his usual 22.7 rebounds. No, six rebounds, seven assists. Um, Gordon Hayward contributed 16 points. I mean, that's all they really needed tonight. Now, New York Knicks definitely are a very disappointing team this year. As Mitchell Robinson got the start tonight. Uh, no Nerlens Noel. 
Um, Randall only had shot six of 16 from the field with 18 points. R.J. Barrett didn't shoot no better. He shot seven of 18, 18 points. Emmanuel quickly tried 12 points off the bench. Obi Toppin, 11 points off the bench. It just was not enough for uh, uh, a short, a LaMelo-less Hornets team. Got to be disappointed if you're a Knicks fan in this whole entire season. Now, what do you do if you're the Knicks? You already traded for Cam Reddish. Now, what the Knicks definitely need to do is look into the market and try to trade the players, no disrespect, that are holding back the Knicks. I mean, Kimball Walker has had an up-and-down season. I mean, you could expect him and Evan Fournier to be names that are going to be on the trade market. And maybe even the likes of Derrick Rose. Philadelphia 76ers lose to the Washington Wizards 117-98. This is a big bounce-back win for Washington because they needed this win more than anything else in the world. These guys needed some motivation tonight, and they got it. Joel Embiid busted his ass 32 points and 8 rebounds. Man, I, let me tell you something. This has been the worst week in sports for me. I'm not going to really get into the particulars, but I definitely lost every bet, and all my ops won. That's all you need to know. I'm very pissed off. And this was one of the bets that I did lose. <laughs> but not the winner-loss ratio, but it's over-under shit. Too much to explain. But Tobias Harris was fucking trash tonight. 3 of 11 shooting. I expected this man to have 15, 20. But 3 of 11 is not going to cut it. Perknon Korkmaz, 3 of 10. Trash. Tyrese Maxey did all that he could. He had 18 points on 5 of 10 shooting. Seth Curry did okay. He had 8 points. But Andre Wilt Abdul-Jabbar Drummond, 2 points in 15 minutes. Got to be disappointed in, in him and that showing. Kyle Kuzma had the exclamation point dunk of the game as he dunked on Joel Embiid, and it was a lot of it was oh we it was seven niggas in double figures. KFC had 14 points. Kyle Kuzma had 15 points. Bradley Beal only had 13 points and won in commanding fashion. Corey Kispert had 11 points. Thomas Bryant. Coming back from that injury had 15 points. Rui Hashimura had 11 points. Montrez Harrell led all scorers off the bench with 18 points. Kuzma had 16 boards. Shout out to the Kuz. He's having an amazing season. Don't be surprised if his name isn't thrown in most improved player. The Brooklyn Nets, without Kevin Durant, win, uh, lose against the... Cleveland Cavaliers 114 to 107. Wow, it just seems like these guys can't do without the three, the three pack. Because when it's three of them, they look great. But when it's just two of them, they look like shit. And as usual, James Harden gets all his points from the fucking free throw line and doesn't do anything to help close out the game. 22 points and 10 assists. That's cute. But you don't have Kevin Durant. You got to have 30. 
him and Kyrie got to have 30. Even though Kyrie had a better game than Harden, 27 points and 9 assists, they were unable to close out the game. You can't use any excuses. Come as you are, like Jesus said. Alright? Number they had six niggas in double figures. There's no excuses as to why they lost this game. Cleveland also had six niggas in double figures. But obviously they play they had the better effort. Marketing had 14. Mobley had 12. Jared Allen had a double-double. 14 and 10. Isaac Okoro had 15 points. Darius Garland had 22 points and 12 assists. Darius Garland, that's another guy that could possibly be in the most improved uh, player conversation. Chicago got their ass whooped by Memphis. I told y'all niggas time and time again, I had to fuck around and tell these hoes. That I am the H and I see bitch. That's just the way it goes. I told y'all, don't trust DeMar DeRozan. Young Metro does not trust DeMar DeRozan in big games. This is why you need Levine, Ball, and Vucevic out there on the floor. They were without Lonzo Ball, without Alex Caruso, without Zach Levine, without Pat Williams. Despite having six niggas in double figures, DeMar DeRozan had, you know, could not close out the game against the Grizzlies as the Grizzlies basically ran rough shot over them. DeMar DeRozan did contribute 24 points. That's cute, but you needed a 30-piece tonight, sir. Ayo, the Boonzo, I call him Ayo, he had 15 points. Kobe White, 16 points. Troy Brown Jr. had 14 points. But that's about it, though. Now, I understand that the Bulls were shorthanded, but this is supposed to be, you know, an MVP. It's MVP DeRozan, right? I mean, I, I can't talk. I had him in the MVP race, too. But I didn't have him top five MVP candidates. I had him top ten. There's so many guys out there that are up and down and hit and miss. It looked like Kevin Durant took himself out that MVP race by getting hurt. And that's very unfortunate that the NBA, you know, does this. And they already hate Kevin Durant for, you know, beating LeBron James. You know, him and Steph are, you know, I don't know how long Steph is out. You know, he's dealing with some kind of injury. But, yeah, Memphis won 119 to 106. My goodness. John Morant had 25 points, and Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain came out and had 25 points. Oh, man. Steven Adams had 10 rebounds. Wow. Jaron Jackson Jr. had 14. Brandon Clark had 15 points. Um, the Indiana Pacers and the Los Angeles Clippers. MLK Day had a shit ton of games today. I had a motherfucking dream that it was a shit ton of games played. My God. As the Indiana Pacers lose to the Los Angeles Clippers, as Nicholas Batum with a season-high 32 points, y'all. Look like them Clippers are hanging in there trying to get into the playoffs so that they could bring back maybe Kawhi Leonard. 
But I have a feeling that both Leonard and George are gonna sit the season out just to play just to play it safe. Karis Levert had 26 points, leading all scores. God damn, actually, my goodness. The Pacers had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven niggas in double figures and couldn't close the game out versus the Clippers. Oof, Holiday, Justin Holiday had 18. DeMontis Sabonis almost had a triple-double, 19 and 11. Karis Levert at 26. Washington Jr. had 10. Brissett had 13. Gogo Batadze had 17 points and 8 rebounds off the bench. Chris Duarte, the rookie, had 24 points. This was a competitive game, I see. Nick Batum was the story of the night as the Clippers had three niggas that scored over 20 points. Marcus Morris had 21 points. Like, Amir Coffey had 16 points. Reggie Jackson. Y'all slipping on Reggie? 26 points. Wow. Incredible game, I must say. That had to be a, a fun one, man. hate that I missed some of these games because I was at work, man. Paper over everything. And this is the game that I actually watched from start to finish, y'all. The Milwaukee Bucks ended up losing to the Atlanta Hawks. You know what? The crazy part about all this is they had control of the game the entire game. And then somehow the Atlanta Hawks got hot and closed these guys out. And this was a big win for Atlanta. Middleton and Antetokounmpo did everything possible to win this game like they didn't have any fucking help to close the game out besides Connington who had 14 points Grayson Allen had a great first half but he did but he disappeared in the second half George Hill didn't do shit Dante DiVincenzo disappeared in that second half it was pretty much all Giannis and Chris Middleton and he had a hell of a he had a hell of a game this was the best game that i seen Chris Middleton play all year. Usually when Middleton erupts like this, they win. So this was a, a definite collapse as Ice traded game. 30 points, 11 rebounds. Yikes. DeAndre Hunter balled the fuck out today. Like this was his best game this season, 20 points. John Collins was up and down, but he had 16 points and 12 rebounds. That nigga does not look happy with this team. And Danilo Gallinari added 16 points off the bench. My God. This is a lot of fucking games to do, boy. I swear to keep up with this shit. CJ McCollum's return sparks a Portland Trailblazers win as... They look like they're trying to make the playoffs and pray that Dame comes back. I wouldn't bring Dame back. That's just me, but damn. Joseph Nurkic, another 2020 game. When Joseph Nurkic was healthy, he was capable of these 2020 games. Man, I don't know, man, if Portland should move Nurkic. Maybe they should keep him. Nurkic. Contributed 21 points. Nasir Little, 13 points. Anthony Simons, 13 points. CJ McCollum, 16 points. Ben McLemore, 14 points. On the Magic side of things, 
Yeah, this was a, a, a shitty effort by the Magic, as there's only four guys that did not score more than 15 points. I'm not even going to read this shit. Shit's sad. Magic looking like they're going to be battling the Pistons for the number one overall pick next year. Toronto and Miami, I am jealous that I missed this game because Bam at a buyout is back. Uh-oh, Miami. Aren't they still number two in the East? I would... No, they're not. Chicago's still number one. The Nets and the Heat are in a battle for the number one spot. And the Bucks too. It's like a four-way battle to the top of the mountain. But the Miami Heat keep pace as they completely destroy... The Toronto Raptors, 99 to 104. Well, they didn't destroy them, but you know what I mean. Fred Van Vliet contributed 22 points. Chris Boucher, 23 points off the bench. Pascal Siakam, 18 points. Scotty Barnes, 16 points. But it just wasn't enough for the Miami Heat attack. And my uh, and Bam Adebayo's return, he had 14 points and nine rebounds. Jimmy Butler fucked around and got a triple double: 19 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds. Tyler Hero, this nigga is man. He could be most improved player. It's a lot. It's a it's hard to pick the top three most improved players this year. Miles Bridges would definitely secure a spot in mine. But Tyler Hero is making a case. 23 points off the bench to lead to all scores. Jimmy Butler, 19, 10, and 10. Gabe Benson, 15 points. This was definitely a knockdown, dragdown game. Oklahoma City loses and survive and Dallas survives. As Dallas is on a three-game win streak. Um, Shaquille just Alexander had no fucking help out there tonight. That nigga was by his damn self. You for real. By my goddamn self. 34 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. But it wasn't enough for the Dallas Mavericks. As Luka Doncic in a, a concerted team effort of Benny Smith getting 17 points. Christoph Porzingis, 13 points. Jalen Brunson, 14 points. Um, Dwight Powell, 10 points. Tim Hardaway Jr., 12 points. And last but not least, um, the Phoenix Suns. Damn! Devin Booker dropped 48 points, y'all. On the, the San Antonio Spurs, which shouldn't necessarily be hard for him, but that's big. That's a season high. 48 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. CP3. 15 points, 12 assists. Bismack Biombo. Wow. No JaVale McGee tonight. Bismack Biombo came in and stepped in and definitely earned a spot for the rest of the year. Oh, JaVale McGee started. That's right. DeAndre Ayton didn't play. Wow. Biz came in there and clogged up the paint. Got 17 points and 14 rebounds. Chris Paul had 15 and 12. Campaign at 11 points. D-Book 48. My 
goodness. San Antonio had a balanced attack of six niggas in double figures, but obviously it wasn't enough to survive the, the attack of the number one team in the West and the uh, Phoenix, Phoenix Suns. Jakob Pardo led all scores with 23 points and 14 rebounds. DeJounte Murray had 18. Uh, Derek White had 14. Keldon Johnson had 14 points. Devin Vassell had 10 points. And at halftime, the Los Angeles Lakers lead the Utah Jazz 52-46. Um, that is my show for tonight. I'm just going um, with the um, whole... Um, all of the Martin Luther King Day theme here. This is all the games uh, that pl- were played on Martin Luther King Day. Um, this is a filler episode for sure, for sure. But take your time in the breakdowns. Uh, this is King Known Uncensored, Martin Luther King Day. I apologize and I'm out.